Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. to get the axes out again. The axes. The axes of evil. So, welcome. Welcome one and all to the mouth of a demandliness. Uh, it's funny, I always have that going from my head to the mouth of a demandliness. What, like an in, in an Italian accent? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, hello, mate. Hello, mate. Um... So, uh, yeah, I'm Nick Noyes. Uh, this is the Mouth of Manliness, your hour of um, of um, us talking about ourselves and our mental health, really, I guess. Whatever you want to talk um, about. Yeah. Um, I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Brad Action over there. Hi. I'm having mic problems. Check, 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 check. Yeah, and uh, we haven't got any guests this week, so... Uh, I feel like it's been a while since we haven't had a guest. Yeah, it's been a little while. Well, we did have a little phase over Christmas where we didn't have any guests, and now we've got... Yeah, basically, we've got guests running right up until... Um... September, August. Uh, a bit before that, July, I think. Yeah. 
So we are busy as shit. Busy little bastards. Mm. But that's good. Um, so yeah, um, exciting things. So everyone will probably know that we're doing Camp Festival now, which we're very excited about. That's wicked uh, skills, isn't it? We will be in the, um, the company of um, most people who do music that I don't like that much. No, some of it you will. We'll find somewhere, like a little grunge tent somewhere. Well, I don't know, Luis, but uh, I think they do like all kind of little uh, like cabaret and shit like that. I'm, yeah. I'm quite up for that, really. Yeah, nice. Um, my mate Champion was going, he's got up for it now, and he was like, S Club 7 are playing. Oh, brilliant. And I think he's had a little bit of a, uh, he gets a bit excited about Bradley. Who doesn't? Ah. Yeah, and your Bradley. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a meeting of minds. Yeah. It will be like the two main Bradleys, other than like Bradley Walsh. Bradley Pitt. Bradley Pitt. Bradley Armpit. We all do meet up. There's only like five or six of us (laughs) when he's not filming and that. And uh, Bradley Walsh is filming The Chase. (laughs) We all get together and just talk about uh, what we're going to do. Uh, Yeah, so there's that. Which is amazing and exciting. Uh, we're working on a few other things that uh, should be an amazing and exciting as well. If anyone wants to sponsor us... Uh, Move that mic down a bit, mate. I can't see your face. Oh. If anyone wants to sponsor us, um, we, we, yeah, we're on the hunt for sponsorship. We want to basically make the show bigger and better. Um, and uh, we kind of we need sponsorship, really. So if anyone knows anyone who wants to sponsor us, then go for it. Because we... Um, just send that email so it seems to get us that far. Well, we get replies. Well, I think, like, it'd be nice. It, what's weird is, like, uh, there's a little bit of me that wants it to be quite ethical, like a cool kind of, like, little, I don't know, like, brewing company or shoemaker or something. Yeah, that's... I approached um, the... Uh, Brewdog. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. They're quite ethical, aren't they? Yeah. Um... I approached Oatly, the oat milk makers people, so I like their cartons. Yeah, I don't know who they are. They're from Sweden, yeah. What do they do? Make oat milk. I like it. And um, Pine Mass Shop near me as well, I asked them. That's a good idea. Yeah. No, they do say go local. So anyone, 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 anyone. Uh, Yeah, we're doing a live show in a couple of weeks at... um, uh, uh, Best Days Vintage Clothes Shop in Chelmsford. It's just off the High Street. Go and follow their social media because they're amazing. Yeah, they put videos up. Yeah. Uh, so, like, one of the guys there has done, like, this song about it's okay. I love to... his music. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's okay to talk. Yeah. It's okay to, like, be vulnerable. And he's going to do the song there. Yeah, I think he should, definitely. Uh, we've got Johnny, uh, and hopefully some of the other guys from Pet Needs are going to come down as well. Johnny's going to do a few songs. Uh, we're going to do the, the Wildfire Pit. We're going to unleash. So he's bringing that down. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. that That's great box. news. We'll get some pictures and that and put them on um, on the socials for Pet Six. It's, like, I drew it and then he cut it out and made it. It's really cool. I didn't really do anything that fancy on it, in fairness. No, but it looks like, like, like the writing looks like flames. Yeah, and then the the bits underneath are hands, their fingers going like we do on our logo. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, Yeah, we've got uh, the new T-shirts are now um, at an acceptable price. 
So not they weren't anyway. Looks really good. It's a small one on the pocket and big one on the back, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Like heart. Should have said when I was trying to suggest where to put it. Why? That makes sense if you say on the pocket. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing shirts. Do they always have the pocket in the same place? I think it's different for men and women. Yeah, maybe. Is it just like over the heart? So like people in like Bond films, some people say it's in the middle. But like, you know, they put like a little Bible in there, whatever, and then they get shot there and then they they pull it out because they had the thing in their pocket. Is that why they do it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's exactly why they do it. Thought so. Uh, So yeah, I know I was going to do a shout out to... Ellie for getting a t-shirt, you superstar. Yeah. Hopefully you'll come down to the contest with us. We'll be able to say hello. Yep. Finally meet you. Uh, shout out to Doug at Boopsie Online, because hopefully we might be doing a new thing for Boopsie Online. Doggy. Uh, shout out to our man Adam at Boopsie Essex, because we, we are going to be doing something on Boopsie Yeah, that's in the book, mate. That's booked. That's in the book. Um... And yeah, we're working on some bit of publicity at the moment. I still need to put the audio from when um, I was on it before. I'd completely forgotten that we did it. I think you might have been at work for some reason. Yeah. Um, we were just going to put that up. I keep forgetting to do it. That's all right. That's no, that's no problem. Um, Maybe just put stuff like that up on Patreon. Yeah, and the patrons... Yeah, I've been aware of that. So um, we've been telling them what we've been doing in advance. Like when we release like videos and stuff like that, we've been sort of telling them that I've been sort of sneaking some future episodes on. So if they want to hear them or see them, they can kind of jump on there and see those. Only the patrons can because they get the special link and everything like that. Um, Also... This week, I've given them a discount code for Raygun Effects. They do obviously amazing pedals, but T-shirts and magazine and stuff like that. And they're just, again, they're a really good follow on Instagram because you can kind of catch up with um, Hilo, the band, and bits and bobs that are happening with them. So it's um, we're trying to give as much as we can. If we had it our way, we'd give everything away for nothing. But Yeah, I mean, mostly we do anyway. Pretty much, actually. Yeah. Uh, so what else has been going on in the world of mouth of madness? Um, it's weird because I feel like we haven't actually spoken for ages. So when we have guests, we kind of just... Yeah, it is a bit like that, yeah. Mm. Um, so I had something I wanted to talk about. Um, unless you've got anything else you want to say. I, literally, I know it sounds weird, but I've been so busy today doing stuff and then getting this the gear already and then setting it up i completely forgot that i've actually got to talk today that's right <laughs> that's what i thought about it because um yeah i had a bit of time so um what i want to talk about was this i've been reading so my my mum works in the field of mental health and um, in a field why don't they give her an office yeah. they never get really cold <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, she gave me this book uh, a few months ago, and I started reading it. I'm quite an avid reader, but like mental health books and that, like a lot of, I've looked at a lot of them, like uh, the Matt Haig one. I've looked at and ah oh, yeah. So I tend to with mental health books um, because I read before I go to bed. I don't want to stimulate my brain too much, mm. so I tend to like to read a story. Uh, or an autobiography. I'm reading Rick Mails at the moment. Amazing. It's uh, it is. It basically it's like 
reading a book that Rick from the Young Ones has written. Wow, I bet it's good. So it's it's, it's like was it written in later later in his life? Obviously, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. But it's just like just taking the piss all the way through it and going like, uh, you know. Yeah, but I'm really hard, so uh, <laughs> that one would start on me. Like, if you want to kind of try it, see what happens, that kind of thing. Amazing, yeah, it I can imagine. Really yeah. Uh, and then I I just read, uh, I don't know if I said it last time, Richard Arwadi's book. Yeah. And uh, that was just pretty, that was intense, because his brain is 100 mile an hour. But very clever man. Kind of so is mine. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lot to go with, which I'm surprised about, which I probably said in the last one as well. I can't remember whether you said that or whether we were talking about that before we recorded the episode, in which case, don't worry about saying it twice. Yeah, and I was wondering, uh, like, if we talked about your, uh, the bowls, or did we talk about that afterwards? I can't remember whether that was before or after. Like, I don't think we talked about it on the show, though. I can't remember. Don't know. But yeah, basically, I'm learning to play the spit and singing balls. Well, mine's from Nepal, but... Have you been there since? Um, what bit? Uh, no, so basically... Right. Tell it, start... I don't think we talked about it. No, time. I don't think we have. So I think you should tell the story, because I think it's quite interesting, but it's quite funny as well. Yeah, so... Um, basically, as part of my trying to work out what I'm doing on this planet and everything else... Yeah. Um, it, it always comes back to music yeah. and obviously trying to earn some money to live and keep a family and everything else. And um, amidst a bit of a kind of breakdown, I've got a small uh, singing bowl that Kate got me once for birthday or Christmas or something. And um, Tell everyone what a singing bowl is. The Tibetan singing bowl, as they're more commonly known, uh, even though they make them in lots of different countries, um, is a, a bowl made of like brass and other elements and certain elements like ring out long, longer. Um, basically, a lot of people hit it, but you can kind of play it like, you know, you see people like um, play wine glasses yeah. and they run their finger around something, play it like that with the thing, which I, at that stage, hadn't really sat and bothered to learn to do. I've just been hitting it and it never really felt right. And um, yeah, I sat there and I kind of played it properly, like with the thing and just went, like really come from nowhere I was like oh man that's amazing that's so good so I started looking at more videos and stuff like that and I was like I don't know how or why but I want to do this so like I looked at a few sort of things and that and it turns out there's a guy who lives literally about nine minutes away from my house um, a guy called Nicky and he uh, owns a company called Cultural Roots I believe I it is you pick me, I, think, I want to do this so I think it's going to like not gonna get you paid for your life. Yeah, that's the trouble with it though. Oh, but no. I kind of got to the point where it's like, I'm, I, everything I do, I try and make make a living out of it and everything else. But there, you can make maybe not a living, but you can earn money by doing this by doing it, playing them for other people. Um, so I booked on a course to like learn how to do it properly so I can play it for other people. Oh, really? And basically okay. there's the, the bowls that you can get, even though I've only got two, um, are aligned, the frequency is aligned with the seven chakras of the body. So I was learning them today. So basically they're the same as notes on a guitar. They have certain frequencies. Each note's got three frequencies because if you use the three octaves and they align with like the bass chakra, sex chakra, solar plexus, heart and mind or third eye and like a like one above your head or whatever. Still learning. And uh, so they're really like, you can change the different frequencies to change people's moods and stuff. So if someone's really down, you can turn a certain 
play a certain frequency. That's quite deep. And uh, basically, what I wanted is to be able to go in somewhere, get to know someone, and then sort of say, oh, right, you need this or you need that kind of thing. And like buying them online, this is a bit of a mess, really. You could buy any, could be buying anything. So, um, yeah, I looked up this guy, and he's, he was like, oh, like, we do it, like, we work at festivals and stuff, but you're welcome to come and, like, have a look in the office and stuff. So, oh, that's cool. So I went over there. He's the, just the loveliest guy I've ever met. We were talking, like, we talk, like, about the universe and the state of the planet at the moment, like... Loads and loads of stuff. And uh, it's like, oh, like you had racks and racks of these bowls. And the only way I can describe it is that scene in Harry Potter when he goes to buy his wand. Yeah. And like he says, oh, basically, you could have any of these bowls, but like really the bowl's got to kind of choose you kind of thing. So he like picked a couple of, I was like, oh, like, they all sound nice. You know, don't get me wrong, they're all, like, they're all great. Otherwise, you wouldn't sell them. And uh, he was like rustling around behind me and everything. And he picked out this one and he just went, like that. it just went completely through me. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he was like, that's, that's the bowl. Like, that's the one you need. That's, this is the one you need kind of thing. So basically I've got to save up and get these other like seven bowls kind of thing. But at least I know I'm in that kind of direction. And um, yeah, I've booked myself onto a course. And basically I speak to him like every so often. But now it's kind of like become a bit of a, like a life shaman kind of guru thing because he was saying he was telling me about this thing that um you can like this it was doing something like on the shamanic side and it you do something in correlation to how plants are put together it opens up like cer certain portal in the universe like directly between the universe and your head and basically like your ego just fucking disappears all the knowledge of the universe starts pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. He said, like, once you've seen stuff like that, like things like money and government and stuff like that, it's just nothing. Like it pales into in, into insignificance. And I was like, yeah, I'll have some of that, please. I think like they say that kind of thing in meditation, don't they? And like, I had a, I had a moment like that of doing meditation, but it's so fleeting where it's like you suddenly feel part of the of the earth or yeah. the universe rather than everything else. And then it, yeah, it does feel like nothing else really matters. Even if it's just turning off everything around you for yeah, like yeah. just a split, just second, a second, that second, that feeling, yeah. like I remember the first time I got that, I was working away somewhere. I was reading Ram Dass books and I managed to find like a guided meditation on Spotify, Aaron Gadd, I think it was. And it's literally like a 15 minute thing where you kind of listen to him talking you into it. And like the last five minutes is deadly silence. Yeah. You think, oh, like, I don't know, like, my, he's, and he does say, like, don't try it and ignore the faults. Just acknowledge the faults and, like, see them as clouds and they pass That's away and everything else. Yeah. And literally, yeah. he rings the bell at the end and it's like be, like you're in some sort of coma. You're like, oh, you, like, you actually snap out of it kind of thing. And all I want to do is go back to how I felt then, like that feeling of, like, no noise, no pressure, no problem, no worries kind of thing. And you can do it. Like, and you can get it to the point where you can sit on the train. It can be noisy, but you can still kind of say, right, that's that noise there. I'll park that over there. I can hear that over there kind of thing. And obviously it's harder on a train, but it's possible. I think it's important. Uh, that's what I got when I had hypnotherapy with Peter. So for like uh, like 45 minutes, an hour of each of our sessions, he would do the hypnosis. And I, I didn't feel like I went completely over, but I did 
definitely have. Uh, there were points when I felt like that. Yeah. But I definitely felt everything just go. You know, like any concern, any pressure just went. Yeah. And you did feel like you were somewhere else. And you don't really know where it was, but it, it was just kind of fucking relaxed. You can't argue with it. Because even on a technical level, just by your body, like I'm sitting like it now. But if, when someone says, right, release your shoulders, relax your jaw, yeah, yeah, like yeah. let your nose go a little bit, and you think, oh my God, like, I've been sitting like this yeah. like all day. Like That's not going to be good for anyone. And then you think, oh, yeah, this is how I should be, kind of sitting. Oh, it's totally something, isn't it? I, like, I don't, like what you're saying, I, I think, for starters, if something works for you, then then you should grab it. 100%. Um, Unless it's heroin. But, yeah. But I, the only thing I, I do get from you is that, like, like sometimes I worry that you'll jump both feet in and then you'll be like, oh shit, what have I done? Like, yeah. oh no, you know, like, it's like, yeah, because we were so into what you're doing at the expense of everything else. Yeah, like my like, family have left me and I'm, you've got into the trouble you're in. My family like, have left me and I'm sat at the side of the yeah. road with seven bowls, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just asking people to put money in them. I but... mean, that'll be my only concern. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I'm still going like, to get... It's just like, you're really like, uh, when you get into something, you get you get in deep. There's a running joke. And like, that's really good. Yeah, it is, if it goes well. Ways, not always. No, there's a running joke at my home that I basically collect hobbies. So yeah. up in my loft, I've got like golf clubs because I was going to be the best at golf at one stage and um, musical, like all sorts of stuff. And like part of getting the bowls, if I... I'm going to get into it as much as I want to get into it. I was going to sell like everything I could possibly could and like shed off all of these other possible identities. It's going to be quite cleansing for me to do it. But there is that little bit, bit of me that thinks, oh, fucking hell, what if I am a professional golfer and I'm not, not giving myself the chance that I, uh, no, I truly I deserve? Right, so th this is what's interesting. It's actually kind of comes back to the book I was reading. Um, so the book I was reading was called The Element by Ken Robinson. And uh, essentially, what he's saying in it, and I think a lot of it kind of rings true, it definitely kind of rings, uh, it, it's kind of in keeping with what you were saying. So he was saying that um, in life, like there's there's something that like we're normally really good at, that we love doing. Um, but then you go to school, uh, and they're like, no, you can't, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you can't be a dancer because we... Um, we don't really do dancing at school, uh, and um, at school you have to do maths and English. So, and then like they kind of condition that. So the element is the thing that you're really good at, um, which um, is where you can lose yourself in it, um, and it gives you a lot. Mm. So for me, when I'm reading the book, Clearly, mine is art. Yeah. You know, like, and I've toyed with it and I think, oh, it's music. But it's not really. Music yeah. does give me that. But, um, but really, when I think about it and then I think about my past, it always was art. Yeah. Um, and then I'm thinking, and then I kind of stopped art when I left university and did music, thinking, oh, it's music now. Mm. Um, and now I'm like, I wonder what would have happened if I didn't, if I'd have carried on. Like, would I be an artist that I would love to be now? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's okay because all those things have happened to kind of remind, to get me to the point where now I'm like, 
I think I'm an Yeah, there's no wrong things. Just try and... Yeah. I've, that's what I think. I think I've just tried a lot of shit out. Yeah, but that's fine. Mm. But basically, you've probably... So, so what he was saying is that your element is that thing. Probably for you, it's music. Because you said it before. Mm. Like, what, like, quickly. And, like, your thing probably is and always has been music. Mm. It's a thing you're good at. Um, it gives you joy... Uh, it's reasonably effortless. Mm. It takes effort, but it rewards you a lot for doing it. Now, when it goes right, it is effortless. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you get in that zone, don't you? Yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. Whoo, don't just. I like, yeah. yeah. like, I'm just doing this. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's the right thing. Yeah. And I trust that now. And hours just go, days yeah. just go, disappear. I love it. So he was saying, that's the element. Mm. That is the element. And if you, you, if you are able to make that element your life's work then you will be happy mm. but society uh the educational system um our like our parents upbringings like this this need to acquire this need to get money to our things mm-hmm. basically all take us away from the element yeah miles the away that actually makes us happy mm. Uh, now, some people, the thing that actually makes them happy is just their family. Mm. And if that does it for you, then that's perfect. Lovely. Um, but, like, if you're saying, like, when you find the element, yeah, you lose time, everything goes, and you're, like, focused, and you're there. And I, I'm totally like that when I fucking fly, I'm just gone. And, um, and it's just like, like, how fucking simple is that? Mm. It's totally, totally simple. And, yeah, of course, if, you, if you're able to make that, like, your job, then you're going to be happy. Yeah. You? Yeah, you can't like, argue with it. Of course you are. Mm. But you think about how many things stop you doing it. So if you really, if, if, if what you want to do, if what you're meant to do is play the fucking Tibetan bowls, um, that's going to be hard to do. So it's like, it's about, you know, so you just think, actually, I get a bit frustrated because it's like, well, how, actually, like, that's quite difficult. Mm. To kind of make that your life. Yeah. If it is something like that doesn't lend itself to paying bills. I think like a lot of it comes down to, again, like replace the bowls with like violin or electric guitar or whatever. Yeah. It's just like in music and all in all art, you it, it, it kind of got to be a little bit like a bit of a salesman, marketing, Put yourself out there a bit, yeah. go to the shows and stuff like that. And I just, I'm just kind of looking at it like, like that, really. Yeah, I think that's totally true. Mm. And like, you don't mind that much because you don't mind doing that. Because he was saying, like, it doesn't mean that it doesn't take work. No, it doesn't mean. Um, and he said, like, when you found your thing, you have to find your tribe. Yeah. So you find the other people who do that as well. Yeah. And then you all help each other. Yeah. Support each other because you all understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, and then within that, that's when you can potentially move things forward. Yeah, of course. So I was looking into stuff like how to become an artist and things, but there's loads of stuff about finding a tribe. Yeah. Uh, and then you support each other. And yeah, I like that. And you share experiences and you share contact. Yeah, I like to think like with the art thing, like when we went to Margate, that feels like that kind of like everyone seemed. I know it was like art weekend or whatever, but yeah. seemed like that kind of environment. Everyone was quite arty and yeah. It's weird because I don't necessarily associate myself with that kind of thing. 
that much. I don't really, I, sometimes I find it a bit pretentious. Yeah, but I suppose all you've got to do is walk past a window and see something and that might influence your art like 1%. Yeah, it's yeah, just I being mean, around yeah, it. That, but then yeah, there's no yeah, reason yeah. why like you shouldn't be able to walk down any street and see something that's going to influence you as well. So. Yeah, that's, that's it, I just found like the book was really interesting and it was talking about how um, uh, like pretty much all school systems are fucked. Mm. Because... Um, like uh, he does, like it's full of interviews with people who have found their element and then done well. So there was one woman who was uh, like they, she was at school. She wasn't concentrating. Her behaviour was shit. Uh, the school said take um, refer her to like a um, like a, a paediatrician, you know, like a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And the psychologist. Um, said, right, I'm going to go out of your mum in the other room for a minute. I'm going to leave you in here and I'm going to put the radio on. And then he put the radio on and then they watched her for a little window and she started dancing. And he went, your daughter's a dancer. Wow, yeah, of course. Uh, whereas in other things, it'd be, no, your kid's naughty, he's got ADHD. Yeah, yeah. And she, he was like, no, your kid's a dancer. And then... She got taken to dance classes, and then because she was meeting her need, she then was better at school. Yeah. She was. The, she then went on to be the choreographer for Andrew Lloyd Webber Cats. Wow, like amazing! And then there's similar stories, pretty much always the same. Like he'd interviewed um, comedians. He interviewed Matt. Um, they say groaning, but it's groaning. Yeah, Simpsons. Various, lots and lots and lots of different people, mm. musicians. Um, and they were all pretty much the same. They'd all had a pretty shit experience at school. Yeah. Um, because the school didn't really encourage who they were. Mm. School only encouraged them in maths and English and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then he was going into like the more detail about why schools do that. And he was saying that it's a throwback from the Industrial Revolution. Getting you ready for work. So, yeah, the Industrial Revolution came along and people needed to be able to read and they needed to be able to do maths to work shit out to make the machines run to Mm. run the world. Yeah. So it wasn't actually for anyone. So when you think in those terms, it's not about you. It's about running the machine. Yeah. That is, you know, um, what do I call it? Uh, Oh, fucking hell. Uh, oh, not corporate, the um, capitalism. Yep. Um, and like, I know that all sounds a bit like, you know, a bit so. No, it makes sense. But it does make sense. Yeah, yeah. and if, like, it feels like anything that isn't that is kind of cast to the side. And like, when I was at school, like, I remember I had my um, careers thing. We had a careers lady come in and had to go and meet her and got a red folder and yeah. like, you had to go and say what you wanted to do and stuff. And it's like, I want to be a radio presenter on Essex FM. And they'd be like, oh, well, um, yeah, you're going to need your maths and English for that. And your maths is not that great. And like, your English is good, like really good, but like your maths is not that, like, it'd be sums and stuff like that. And like, no, I really like songs and I want to talk about the songs that I like. And just before the adverts, I'm going to talk about the songs that come on afterwards. So people listen to the adverts. I just want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like, um, and I was, it was really kind of, it, and then I was like, no, I'm going to prove them wrong. So like got record decks for Christmas and like just started DJing and everything like from there. But I, I, I like to think now, like from what I've, especially like job searching and stuff like that, from what I've seen, you've got like the Sky Academy, Brit School, 
like it seems like a, a lot more people are doing a lot more things to encourage that sort of side out of people. And I just think that like, if I've got a different careers teacher, like even the music teachers at school, they were okay, but they weren't really, I don't know, maybe at that time, I was playing drums and stuff a lot at school, keyboards and things. But at that time, maybe there was no sort of spark there for them. But I like to think if the right person was there, the right teacher for him to go, all oh, right, that's a good idea. What we could do, we'll write him a letter or we'll go down it or yeah, um, why yeah. don't you try this or why don't yeah, you try that? Just, just that. humour me for like I'll half hour. Yeah, or write him a letter and yeah. ask the big DJ how he got his... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because in my mind, I was like, oh, fuck it then. I looked around. Oh, they're listening to Drum and Bass and Garage. I can't do that then for 10 years. And it's like, it's mental. So you think, so a lot of schools now, like, uh, like my daughter's school still does art and they do drama, and, but basically it all kind of comes away towards the end. Yeah. The end of the school, end of the school. Last couple of serious heads down yeah. years. You got your sats, haven't you? And it yeah. just feels like it, exams for two years, three but years. It just, I think what seems to happen is they take the creative element out. It's mm. like, so if you, if, whatever you do, is it only serves a purpose if it serves to, uh, if you, it, you do well in an exam. Yeah. And it, that's what the guy was saying. Like you only do, uh, at school, you only learn things to pass exams. Yeah. I said that to my daughter. I was like, you know, don't think of it any more than that. No. You're only doing it to pass exams. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, like, just pass the exam. I remember being told that by teachers standing in front of the class, like, probably oh, in really? one of the last couple of years. It was like, right, all the fluff goes, right, what you need to know for this exam is that, 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 and that. And I remember telling him, him telling the whole class. Like, right, writing that down, right, remember this bit, remember That's that bit. That's school is. Yeah, it's just to get the numbers up and the bloody grants up and stuff. And it's kind of annoying, because they just sap creativity. It's like, yeah. no, don't be creative. And like, I remember, like, I did art at school, but, uh, like, even that was, like, it was about passing the exam. Yeah. So it's just all a bit of shit. Yeah, I did, like, my art piece, I did, like, a big, bold thing where I took up half the room, and I the plan was I made curtains... So it looked like a theatre stage. I'd drawn like floorboards. So it looked like floorboards. And then I got, I only managed to find like two TVs. But the idea was to have loads of tellies, have modern programs. And the idea was that those modern programs have overtaken like the stage or the theatre kind of thing. Wow, I just couldn't like, yeah, I just couldn't like articulate it properly. And like my art teacher, she was nice and that, but kind of didn't really she was a bit kind of quite classical art and stuff like that I was a bit more graphic designy and a bit more kind of like showy showy offy kind of thing I wanted to make models and things and I, I remember thinking oh, this is a really fucking good idea and no one understood it whatsoever but again like if someone would have said I oh, don't quite get it like can you explain like what's going on and then oh yeah I understand like really like backwards and forwards kind yeah. of thing well, even humour me for a bit yeah exactly yeah like it's a good idea like we about like physically that's what art is like it's starting the thing and someone going oh I like that bit and then you explore that bit and like, I've never I feel like I've never been allowed to be in that but it's the same with music like my favourite bit of music is when someone goes, oh, if only we could like play the like baseline bit of that bit. And I go, oh, I'll work it out. And I can like just about, just about put it together. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that sounds all right. Let's change this and change. And that's when you start getting creative because yeah. you've laid down that main sort of thing. But getting having someone else that is on in that, like we were saying earlier, in that same kind of zone to go, oh, yeah, no, I like that. Well, not that bit, but like, right, oh, fucking hell, that's really good. Like, and that excitement. And like I said, hours and days ago, that's the bit I, I love. And it's so hard to get paid to do that. But it's still, like, so, 
I was like looking the other day at, at jobs, thinking oh, I really want to do something different. So I was just looking up like creative jobs. Yeah. And there are things like creative on you. But it's all but um, like it's creative just, website, yeah, SEO. It, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. And it basically it all comes down to you, you have to pass the test to do that. Yeah. You can't just walk into a room and go, oh, I think this would work. See, I just, when I saw Stuart the other day, like, our friend Stuart, and, uh, like, he's just been really lucky because he can just kind of do what he does well. Yeah. And uh, and he was talking about it just being about not what you know is who. Yeah. And I just thought, that's so true. Yeah. Like, if you know someone who's like, oh, I need someone who will get off their arse and make this happen. Yeah. Oh, he can do that. Yeah. Did that matter if you've got No, that is true. Those jobs don't advertise. No, that's the trouble. We need someone who makes shit happen. Yeah. Like I, uh, there's loads of creative in, uh, agencies where I live. And I I did graphic design in school. So like I spent a week thinking, right, what do I want to do? Oh, I'll be a graphic designer. So I started looking into it, rung a couple up, what would you be looking for and stuff like that. And um, obviously like you need to know like Adobe, Photoshop yeah. and the whole creative suite and everything. I managed to find this other software. Um Grum Reaper, Brad Humble recommended um, Affinity, Photo or Affinity Designer or whatever. Got right into it. I was like drawing all these different textures and stuff like that. So good. And then like I'd spoke to one of the creative agencies. They said, oh, like don't send us like still life fruit bowls and like manga cartoons and stuff like that because we get loads and loads of that. So I designed a fruit bowl company like a business card for them that had manga designs inside the fruit bowl I think oh this is a really good idea they're gonna think oh this guy really thinks outside the box yeah. we told him not to do it but he did it anyway and look how creative he did it and everything else yeah no, like i got an answer back and they were basically like oh like we're not recruiting junior designers just keep drawing i was like yeah that's kind of that does kind of make sense but at the time it's, it's going to be an answer to something because yeah. i feel like if I can get in the room and just say, I've got an idea, like and that brainstorming of like, I'll tell you what you could do for that, Steve. Like, why don't you try this or that or that kind of thing? Like, I know once I'm in, in amongst yeah, it, I can do it. I can feel it, you know? I yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, that was exactly my thoughts. It's like, well, I might not, like, I could, like, I always, uh, for a long time, I felt because I couldn't, like, make my drawing, I couldn't digitalise it, um, then I'll, that was it. Yeah. So for so long, I was just like, well, I'll just draw at home and that's it. Yeah. And if it weren't for Eddie, he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, you can do something else with it. Mm. And then I started looking into it a bit more, and there's lots of people doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because I didn't think, oh, I could do it, because I didn't have that, that skill, mm. like, I can't do it. But like, I think that happens with so many things. Yeah. And like, this, yeah, as I say, there's no one just going, oh, oh, we just need someone who's got loads of good ideas. Yeah, yeah, I've got bags full of ideas. But I think what happens is that if, if you get into those kind of jobs, like you get in with that initial, well, I went to university. Yeah, I got my degree. Yeah. And then you get into it, and initially you're like dog's body designer. Making then, tea and coffee. Then later on, I mean, once you've worked your way up, you yeah. Like, oh, it's the same in most industries. It. It's like I was video editing for a while and I did, did exactly the same thing. I just said, Oh, I'll come and do a day's work for free if you let me come up. And there's a company in Soho called Family and they've done like films and adverts. And, like, and in the week or two that I was there, like we cut a music video for Ed Sheeran. There was like an Adidas advert. We did like Adidas campaign and stuff. And I remember thinking, Oh man, like just so good. I've cracked it. But 
but they weren't paying me. They were just sorting out my travel. And even that felt awkward because I was kind of like saying, oh, like, can I, all right, to get my travel back kind of thing. And it was kind of like, it was a nice experience, but I then realised what I needed to do was do what I did then at age 14, 15, 16. Yeah, and yeah. having stayed in it for 20 years, yeah. I can't just like drop into an industry. And even though I think I can, with yeah. the right people, I genuinely yeah, think yeah, I could no, have done. Yeah, I agree. And like a couple of the... Um, like the editors and like took a couple of the directors I really got on with and I managed to get a little snippet of that process and then I'd be like oh like what about from that angle and, oh yeah that's a like really good idea and then they'd be like can you go and get us Chinese please and it's like oh fucking hell like it's yeah, kind yeah. of like a bit but fair enough I'd been there two weeks you know what I mean but I think that's it though is it? yeah then you think oh shit I wish I'd done that when I was younger yeah but I still now don't know what I would have done when I was younger. It's taken me 37 years to work out what I want to do. And this week, it's the betting singing bowls. Yeah. <laughs> but then, in many respects, like, I feel like that. I feel like it's only now that I'm realising that I'm realising that I'm capable of more than I thought. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that now I realise that actually, yeah, artwork's what I should, have, should be doing. Yeah. Um, but... I think like just doing the podcast has given me confidence that I feel like I'm capable. Yeah, of me more. too. Yeah, and then, and then that makes me think, fuck it, I could do those films. Yeah, because actually, I can make like, yeah. shit happen. But you can, money. I know you can. I know you can walk in and do that creative design job. You might have to go, oh, like, can you show me what to do? But everything I show you to do, like with the podcast, you go, yeah, yeah, I do it, and you pick it up. And that's the thing; most people can do those yeah. jobs. And it annoys me that there's these kind of gatekeepers yeah. that just will just go, "Oh, well, what you haven't done a degree? No, fuck off, then." Or, oh, oh, what you haven't been doing it for thirty years and you hate your life? Oh, no, no, I'm not interested. Then you know. It's... Yeah, I, said, I was like, well, I've got a degree, uh, and I always thought if you got a degree, like jobs would be like, oh, minimum requirement degree, but it's not a degree in that. Yeah, or you can like do the bolt-on courses, can't you? Yeah. But some of them are like three years, four years, yeah. if you want to be a nurse or whatever. It is really hard, and it is harder when you get older, when you kind of, it all, like, everything's happened, and you're like, oh, I've got kids, and I've got a wife, and I've got a house, and, oh, shit, I've been doing the wrong stuff. Yeah. Like, I, haven't, I haven't been doing what, what makes me happy. Well, I fell into the trap of doing whatever it took to earn as much money as possible, but it's to my own detriment. And ended up fucking trying to kill myself about yeah, it. Yeah, and I suppose again it's because it's not what you were kind of. I know it's like that idea that oh, that's not what you're meant to do with your life. Yeah. But I suppose it's not what. It'd be different like, if I knew what I was meant to do. Yeah. And I was walking around going, "No, I'm meant to uh, play with Kasabian on tour, and then still be at home with the family and everything else." But it's not. Like I, I wish I want. I wish someone come along at sixteen and went, "Oh, you're supposed to. You're supposed to do this." And I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that's all right, that's fair enough. Which didn't didn't happen. I feel like literally I'm still 17 working out what the fuck's going on. But I'm 60 grand in debt and I've got two kids and a wife. You know what, uh, I, 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 that's the thing. I think even the people who are successful doing what they always wanted to do still have those feelings. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't think like, it all goes out the window. It's I just think. made a bit easier when you know right, tomorrow, today was a bit shit, but tomorrow I'm actually going to do the thing that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. Because mm. life kind of just gets in the way. Yeah. Life life and the responsibilities of mm. just getting in the way. I don't even mind the responsibilities. It's just like, you, before you know it, your time is taken up by everyone else. Yeah. And you think, so well, I'll do this later, I'll do that. And then it 
ends up getting put in the cupboard or put away and then put in the loft and then two years go and then it's like, oh yeah, I was going to do that thing. And it's like, it's gone. There's a bit in me that thinks, like, so I was watching these things where I've been, uh, I've just been watching loads of like art videos and documentaries and things like that. Nice. Um, just for inspiration, but also to see it can happen. Mm. And then... Um, and then there was all the, there was these really good like uh, like five minute videos like Google videos on YouTube, and um, no, they were YouTube videos. Basically, they've got people who are quite who have been successful in their field. So there was one woman, uh, her kids, like soon after her born, came up in awful like eczema, awful. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't touch them. It was so bad. And then, like, they went to the doctors, they did all these different things, and they're like, and then in the end, it was like, right, the only thing you can, like, it's, it's, he's allergic to everything, so he has to have, like, this totally pure soap. And essentially, she couldn't buy it. So she went on YouTube and learned how to make it. Amazing. And then she tried all these different permutations till she found the right soap that worked. And then, from... So she learnt how to do it on YouTube, learnt how to make soap, and then found out that there was millions of other kids with the same condition uh, who couldn't couldn't buy five the soap. Yeah, yeah. So she sold them it, and now she's a millionaire. That's so good. And uh, she just did it because it like that kind of thing through necessity. Yeah, yeah, I love that. There was another one about uh, this this woman who um, that was meant to happen. Yeah, yeah. But there's that thing about necessity. There's about uh, um, like most things in the world are discovered through necessity yeah. or by a mistake. Yeah, like light bulb because it was dark and yeah. shit. Yeah, but, yeah. <coughs> but that that kind of we need to do it. So medicine, etc. Yeah, yeah. Necessity. So uh, yeah, there was another one. Uh, a woman who's got like this really successful noodle bar in Manchester, and she uh, like bought into a noodle bar because she didn't know anything else because she'd come from Thailand. Uh, and then she was like, uh, the, the partner who bought into it just left. So she had to kind of make it work, but she didn't know how to make anything. So she went on YouTube. Amazing. And now it's like, it's fucking over. Wow. There was, and there was another, this, another one, there was a bloke who was uh, a Marine in America. And then... Um, he was like, he'd never played sport before, like any real sport at all, but he always had this bit in him where he wanted to be like an American football guy. Uh, and so uh, when he was, uh, so he learned how to play American football uh, on YouTube. What the fuck? That's yeah, amazing, yeah, yeah. mate. And then when he was like in Afghanistan, he, had to, he learned how to throw the ball and he just gracefully, slowly, slowly, by doing it, all the fucking time, yeah. learned how to throw a ball from far away through a top, through a hole just big enough for the ball. Wow! And now he's like uh, American football. That's so he's good. Like Ten years older than everyone else. Yeah. And you just think, so there's a bit of me that thinks this shit can happen. Yeah. So I, I feel inspired by the idea that shit can happen, like these things can happen. But, but it has. I've said it before, but it, you know, inspiration and these. You got to put things, the work in. They have to find your work. Yeah. So then I was like, so I was getting like, so recently, like over Christmas, Eddie's been away and I've been like, 
what's going on my fucking artwork? Like, mm. I, I need to be doing this. I need to be making money out of this. So, and then all I then all I have to do is podcast, play my guitar, and draw pictures, mm. and I've got to make that my living. And then I'm like, I need to do more. But I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then, then after a while, I was like, right. So I started getting my Neddy's case, and then I then I was like, oh, right. So I came up with ideas, and then basically kind of came up with the idea that we would give artwork away for charity for uh, to and give them the charity would be my black dog yep. because I agree with it plus it's easier to do because it's Eddie's thing. yeah of course yeah follow then, my the black dog on Instagram Facebook yeah. YouTube yeah yeah great charity totally mm. totally behind it and then it's like right so we're going to do that so I've done this series of paintings we're going to do it through that but then it's like well then we can tell people for a good cause people will start to know about mm. it and then I was like I want to get in a gallery. Like, I want to make fucking things happen. Yeah, of course. And uh, there's bits that I can't do, but because people know who Eddie is, he might be able to make things do. Yeah, sure. You'd be surprised what you can do, though, mate. Yeah, yeah. But I, even I, but then I still think, well, I made that happen because I was the one who said, right, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. So then I, I, then I just went through Instagram, looked at all the people who followed me, and there was about five galleries. Amazing. Followed me. Like little boutique galleries. Yeah. Like the three of them are boutique galleries in like Shoreditch, mm-hmm. like trendy ones. They do like Obey and like. Uh, oh, really? Pure Evil and that kind yeah. of thing. They sell their stuff. Like basically where I want to be. Yeah. And then I was like, right, Eddie, can you contact these people? Yeah. I'm going to be in two galleries. Amazing, mate. That's so good. And, it's like, and they, they responded within the hour. Wow. And I, and I, I think another one is going to do it as well. Yeah. And it's like, you fucking do it. Yeah. You know, like, it's been, I was just thinking, I'm sitting on my hands, I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting, and things are get down. Yeah. Because like then I start thinking, well, I'm stuck then. Yeah. And I just start thinking, no, no, no. Yeah. I, there is stuff I can do. So it's that 20 I'm seconds of confidence, isn't it, to just say, right, just make that phone call, send that email. What's worse that can happen? They say no, and you just go to another one. That's brilliant, mate. That's so good. But there is just that bit where you like things can happen, like like what we're doing now is testament to that. Mm. Like things can happen, you can make shit happen. Like you know, who'd have believed that we'd be on a six o'clock news or play festival? No, it's mental, isn't it? Festival happen. It's nuts. So I just think, like, just problem is, is when you, I think for you, like, because you're you're at home. You're not feeling that great. Mm. That those sparks are really hard to come by. Yeah, and we, but when they do happen, it's nice. Like the emails we've had back today were a real yeah, like, yeah. real spikes of like, oh man, yeah, here we are. But that right. was just an email. Yeah, you know, like we, I just sent a bunch of emails. Yeah, like I had five minutes at work. I was I was having a shit. Mm. So I just kind of put one together and then thought I'll send it out. Why not? Nice. Uh, Is that the shit or the emails? <laughs> but I don't know. I just—it's been me. Just thinks things are possible. Yeah. Like there's possibilities in the world, and um, and like when you're feeling really low, you can't see it. No. You don't see it. You just think everything's shit. Yeah. Or I find myself like head down, just doing whatever's in front of me. Right. I've yeah. got to do this. I've got to sort that out. I've got to do this. And I find like the days are just going and going. Yeah. yeah. I'm busy. Like I've, I don't really get time to sit around doing nothing. I tell you, like, yeah, I mm. totally get that because like, when I was off work for like five months, 
the dose disappeared. Yeah. Absolutely disappeared. Um, and I got very, very little done. Mm. But I find like, you know, like, once you've got the momentum going, yeah. things start happening. Yeah. Uh, and then people are like, oh, look, he's clean. Yeah. And then like, that's kind of quite, quite, kind of people quite like. It. Yeah. And then shit starts happening. Yeah, man. This shit's happened smooth. Yeah, we're very lucky. Year. I can't believe it. Mm. But I noticed Latitude sponsored uh, the podcast. I spoke to them. You emailed them? Yes. You? So I was thinking, we'll probably miss the boat this year. But, um, I'm thinking like, next year we really go for it. Yeah, I think I'm so. i tap well enough because he's got a live agent. Yeah, that's a really good shout. Uh, Isla White as well. I spoke yeah. to John, John Giddens, who I know uh, a little bit. Because of um, Kate's brother played opened the Isle of Wight festival. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And we got involved in all of that. So um, I oft, quite often remind John about that fact. And just say, "Oh, can we come along?" But um, we've not had an answer back. But I think they they've kind of buttoned up their roster this year. Yeah. So it might be next year. That's done. Mm. I think all the festivals are probably done now. Yeah. They sorted it all out. Yeah. I think we were quite lucky with festival, but I still think like if you've done something good. And you're gonna to have to go out to the world. And I do I really do actually swear by this on principle like as a basic principle. If you've done something well and you've done something good, you have to go out and tell every fucker mm. that you've done it. Otherwise no one knows. No. Like no no one like is seeking out and go, Oh, what's Brad done? Nah. Because like, no one cares. You want them to. Because yeah. I I don't want to be the one sort of shouting about it kind of thing in a in a I wanna remain kind of humble. Um but yeah, a, I would say 99.9% of the stuff that we've done, I've literally wanted to stand on a roof and fucking shout about it. Be like, ah, oh, I just want people to go, oh, you did that thing. But, you know, it's what it is. I'm I not very good at marketing. You don't tell people, though, because if you don't tell people, no one knows. And then if you do tell people, they'll be like, like some of those people are going to go, oh, do you want to come do that here? Yeah, that's true. You know, like, yeah. think, oh, you've you achieved something. Oh, I, I like, you know, people who achieve things are helpful. Yeah. But if you don't tell anyone... No, going, no. no one knows. Yeah, you know, man. And I was I was really inspired by Jordan last week because that was exactly the same... 100%. Yeah, she's just like... I really needed that last week. Yeah, me too. She's just like, right, I'm doing this thing. I'm going to go and do it. And, yeah, people have really responded really well to it. Yeah, just that kind of idea that I kind of found with doing this is that it's like I've got I've said it all, so I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, so, like it's almost like there's no shame in anything. No, yeah, it's true. So I just do it now. Yeah, I don't, and I just don't even. I just think uh, people just say no or they don't care. Yeah, you know, but that's fine. Yeah, I agree. So that's why I was like, yeah, today, let's just fucking go for it. Yeah. Go for it. So yeah, it's a nice feeling. What's the course then? Um, so, yeah, I'm looking at a couple. There's like one that's two weeks residential where you literally go and live there and like do everything. But what, the two that I'm looking at are only like a day, day course. Um, and you learn about like the frequency of everything and then the frequency of the bowls and then what's doing the room and what happens and everything else. So well, I imagine two weeks is expensive. Yeah, it's a, couple, it's a few grand. And two weeks is like, at the moment, with young kids. Like, yeah, no, it wouldn't happen. wouldn't happen at all. Just accept the limitations. But I think there's kind of like a thing of like, 
ain't being funny. You just got to sit on a rug and play some fucking bowls. And I know I can do that. Um, but I want to do it properly. And yeah, don't get me wrong. I'd love to go and do that two week course, but I don't think I need to. I think I need to do this couple of little ones and maybe put on like a couple of my own little things and go from there. Have you ever thought about doing it from, oh, have you heard I've got a podcast? Um, it's doing quite well. Um, what, approaching the course people? Yeah, could we maybe come along, do it, um, uh, and maybe come and like, film it and like for the podcast, talk about alternative health. That's a really good idea. Uh, make something of it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like you could go and say like, can I film everything I do? I could do a video diary. Yeah, it's a well good idea. Put it out um, to our listeners. Uh, it will promote the course. Yeah. It promotes the calls. Yeah. It all ties in. Actually. I and didn't even think about that. I did not think about that at all. That's a really really good so idea. Even if you did the day course to get you going. Yeah. You couldn't take two weeks like away from home. No. It's going to be difficult. Yeah, but eventually it'd become easier, or they could come with us. You would? Would you come and do it? Uh, uh, would you get halfway through and think, "Fucking hell!" Like, like can I go and get my guitar or something? Why do they all just go? Whoop? No, I could probably throw myself into. I throw myself into stuff. Mm. Uh, I think I'd want to get drunk and that. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping it would move me away from. But yeah, I completely. I throw myself into things, though. I have thrown myself into things. Mm. Um, potentially, potentially, yeah. But two weeks away from home, I think might be. Yeah, it's pretty full on, isn't it? Anyway, After a couple of days. Even just going away for a weekend for the festivals, like I feel. Guilty. Yeah, me too. Yes. Uh, but they're coming, aren't they? Yeah. So it takes the guilt, but then you're you're gonna. You're gonna feel guilty if you if you're not with them all the time. Yeah, we're kind of we're talking about that. You'll work it out. Yeah. I don't expect anything of you, by the way. Like we'll do our hour apart from that. Well, no, we got we're contractually obliged to do up to an hour press. Oh, are we? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there's no problems. And as well, like I do want to sort of schmooze a bit. Network a little bit. Yeah, because I was thinking about taking a little bit of kit, maybe that we can do impromptu, like twenty-minute chats with whoever. Yeah, Mister Tumble. No, but we can do a lot of that stuff. We can do with our phones anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, and yeah, we have to take power back. But like, I was just thinking about if you like, why not just like with the bowls, you can make it into a thing, uh, and then you could make it into a thing. Like, bring it back to the podcast. That's a really good idea. It's really interesting anyway. Yeah. I think people would be interested in it. Yeah. Because we are, that's kind of what we're all about. We have been asked, one of the things, one of the emails today said about, like, alternative things we do for, do I see that or was I dreaming? Yeah, it mentioned yoga and a couple of things. One of the BBC interviews. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, one of the BBC interviews, they, they were talking about, uh, yeah, alternative health and things like that. Yeah, so that kind of come under that. that. One of the features. Mm. Um, yeah, and then, well, even if you went, like, to the BBC and said, oh, you're doing it about that. I was thinking about doing this. Could we link it in? Yeah, that's a well I mean, good idea. For starters, they might then do it for nothing. Yeah. 
it was really good promotion. Yeah. But you're also promoting the cause. Mm. So like, the reason we get on the BBC is because we're promoting mental health. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'd fucking do it, man. Why not? Yeah, I agree. An email. Yeah, it's a well good idea. And you might be able to at least get like your day calls for nothing. Yeah, and even the bowl guy. Like, and then bring your bowls in. Uh, funny in. enough, I looked at it today and thought, oh, I could bring it in because yeah. when it goes, mate, it's it's mental. I think people be interested. Yeah, and I'd be interested. And the thing is, you talk about it. But like, yeah, no one can hear it. No. Like if, we did, if we did it now, all you lovely people listening be able to hear the bowls. Yeah. Like, oh, Funny enough, I did a little, um, I did put a little video on Instagram and Facebook and Trampman wrote back, like, oh, I just listened to that. I was nearly in tears. I was like, fucking hell, like, it's literally reaching people through oh, really? through the screen, oh, yeah. I don't know. He's on there, I think. I'm locked out again. I, yeah, I was locked. I was unlocked for a little while, and then I got all trigger happy, like trying to sort out shit, and then it locked me out again. So yeah, I I, I don't well, I don't keep up to date on social media. I don't like uh, try and keep up. I'm like I, diff- I go into it. I go on. That's a good a thing because otherwise you'll lose like days uh, otherwise. But the also thing is, is I'm kind of conscious of my mental health. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, getting too stuck in the world of social media mm. is not good for your psyche. No, not at all. People, follow us. Yeah. Don't, like, don't feel like you've got to keep up to date because fucking hell. What I wanted to say as well is the same with like the episodes and the videos. We've renamed our um, episodes and our videos now, obviously to keep up with the old algorithms but it just makes it easier and it's nice quite therapeutic for me because they've all been like episode 30 31 or whatever and now all i've done is kept it really simple like jordan gray mouth of manliness episode da, da, da. but you can literally just flick through and just pick a random one if you like what the title says just pick yeah. a random one you haven't got to listen to them in order like i when i see people now and i know they listen to the podcast i can see as i approach them they're thinking Oh, what was the last episode I listened to? Oh, I'm gonna to have to tell him that I ain't listened to it. I only listened to the first one. I don't give a fuck. Like it's not like you. Yeah. There's no contract. Like I'm not gonna come round and start going. Yeah. That makes me happy. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Even if you listen to the trailer, you know about it. For me, like that's golden. You know what I mean? Oh, because you hear that one. Yeah. I'm not gonna turn around and go. Exactly what bit did you like? I'm not gonna start like questioning people. So yeah, you haven't got to listen to them all. It's amazing. I know a lot of you have. And I know, like, because every so often stuff comes up and they're like, oh, I've got a little bit of a backlog and stuff like that. Totally cool if you just didn't and you just listened to Jordan's one from last week. Like, that's totally cool. But if you really want to keep up with the story of what happens with mine and Nick's sexual relationship, you don't want to miss any of that. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. I was, um, yeah, I, I spoke to uh, Neil who was coming on next week and he was like, oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I've been a bit... Yeah, definitely. Actually, we haven't had, like, obviously we did shout-outs at the beginning of this, but... We need a bit more interaction from people. It's been busy, isn't it? Christmas and stuff like that. But yeah, we haven't had a massive amount of interaction lately. If you're listening, um, tweet in, tweet in, message, email, fax, telex, and um, tell See us where you're at. Beta Max. Yeah, 
haven't heard from Remy for ages. Remy, how are you doing all right? He messaged me the other day. I messaged him back and then he didn't message afterwards. I can't remember what it was about, but it was on my Facebook, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty good for... Uh, I'm pretty on it. I try to be. I normally am. Normally, like, I've, I've got everyone shouting at me. I have a look. I think, oh, I'll, I'll answer that in a minute. And then the phone gets yeah, disappeared. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not... As, my life isn't as... Uh, Mental is yours because your kids are so much younger. But mm. like, I, I can't get a bit more space. So, it's a bit of a yeah, whirlwind no, at the moment. I do, I do know. Uh, well, I do know your life's much more hectic than mine. It though, is. So there's no judgment. For I me. need a wee. Well, that's it. That was episode 44, 44. of The Mouth of Manliness. We're nearly on a year. Harold, anyway. how old are you? I'll be 44 this year. There you go. 44 for 44. 44. On the 24th of February. It's coming up, mate. So if anyone wants to send me some birthday wishes, they'll be very welcome. But I will be in Amsterdam. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. And, I'm, and uh, I might have a really good holiday this year. I might be going to uh, California. What the fuck? No, you're joking. That's my ultimate holiday. You know that. Mate, I'm coming with you. I can't believe it. That's so good. So it looks like I'm going to go to California to do... There's four theme parks in California. Really? There's Disney. Oh, yeah. MGM. Yeah. uh, Universal. Yeah. And there's a Lego one. Even like I'd like to do all the studio tours, the like Paramount pictures yeah, I want, and I stuff want to like that. Do all that. We'll Amazing. Go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to San Francisco. Yeah. We're gonna go to San Francisco. Me too. And we're gonna go, and then we're gonna hire a car. Well, hire a car anyway, and then drive to uh, Vegas. Nice. To fly over the Grand Canyon and all that. Stuff. Amazing. Ah, finally get to a holiday that I really want That's to gonna be incredible, mate. That's so yeah, good. I'm definitely gonna come Thank in your you suitcase. Wowzers. Thank you to my wife's mum for being so fucking wonderful. Nice. I can't afford it. <laughs> I really, I really, I haven't got that. I haven't got a lot of money. Like we, uh, the holiday that I'm paying for will be a caravan in Hastings. Still gonna be lovely. Yeah. I don't like those dogs, but it's... Not as good as California. I don't really look forward to them in the same way. No. Mate, so, that's epic news. I know, it's fucking amazing. Nice. So, yeah, take care, everyone. Uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Please, please, please get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. Oh, we really do. Take care, everyone. See you later. I'm not going to go for a week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.